Welcome to the Elgin Watchmen Podcast, coming to you from Elgin, Illinois, the historic home of the now-defunct Elgin Watch Company. The Elgin Watchmen Podcast is a monthly show focused on environmental sustainability issues in our city and throughout the Fox Valley. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Anderson and Tia Agassiz. Hello and welcome to the Elgin Watchman podcast. We're going to keep this one a little brief. It's our second podcast of December and I'm sitting here with Eric Anderson, my illustrious co-host, who is still running out the door, but I've caught him by his little polar bear tail to get back here (laughs) and put 2023 in a little bit of a review and also preview what 2024 has to hold before we rush off and drink champagne all through the 31st. Um, We're officially in the time of year when no one knows what day it is and we're just eating cheese all the time. So Mm. before we get to it, vacation boy, let's talk a little bit about 2023, maybe some highlights, some favorite parts, things that we thought were particularly interesting, some takeaways. It was a big year. We had, I was gone for a couple months towards the beginning, and then I wandered the desert in loneliness and thoughtfulness, um, seeking meaning in my life, and came back to the podcast in April so for those people who are new to the podcast, <laughs> Tia is referring to her city council run, mm-hmm. which I thought ended successfully because even though you weren't sitting on the city council right now, um, you had a great campaign for a first-time candidate. You ran a great campaign with um, lots of votes. And I just think that there were new people who got involved in that yeah. process and you brought a very fresh perspective and a sustainability mm. um, perspective to the table. And so that that's a success in my mind. It is. I met lots of great people. I'd do it all over again if the outcome were the same. So Yeah, awesome. Anyway, um, so I left you to your own devices and we did this whole river uh, what's the word, a season this year. So mm-hmm. let's maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and so obviously the first podcast drop of every month is us covering the Elgin Sustainability Commission. And then the second podcast drop of every month um, since the beginning of the podcast has been some sort of specially themed deep dive topic. In year number one, it was lead service lines and how Elgin is hopefully planning on replacing a lot of those lead service water pipes. A lot of communities are doing it and the federal government's providing a lot of funding. That was a great season one special focused Mm -hmm. podcast drop it was and it was actually very relevant to the campaign as well that was a hot button issue it was in year two which we're just now ending um so happy happy end of season two tia Woo! uh, we focused on the fox river and we did a lot of talking with gary swick and that was one of my three things that i found um, really positive upbeat and exciting um in 2023 if i can look back I loved all of the interviews that I did and you did with Gary Swick. Yes. He is a a sharp guy. He is a character. He loves the Fox River. Nobody knows more about the Fox River than Gary. He's probably blushing right now. (laughs) And if he was here, he would say, no, no, no. There's people who know a lot more than me. But shut up, Gary, and sit down. You are one wicked smart person when it comes to um, the Fox River ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So all those interviews were interesting. I walked away from every single one of them having learned at least one, if not two or three new things about, about the Fox River. And so that was really, really cool. Another thing that I really appreciated and liked about our second season, um, which was calendar year 2023, was uh, in April, there was the Elgin Earth Mm -hmm. Summit. And That was the commission doing a one-day, half-day summit over at ECC. And you and I set up um, an Elgin Watchman booth 
along with a lot of other exhibitors. Um, and we ended up inviting people into our booth to give us a one or two minute like interview on what, what did they envision as a sustainable Elgin? What does sustainability look like for our community? And there were a lot of really great comments and feedback from that. And if people haven't had a chance to uh, listen to that podcast, I don't remember which episode it was, but you can easily find it. Just go to, you know, Elgin Watchman um, dot buzzsprout dot com or go to our website, Elgin dot com. Or you can find us Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That's right. Right. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. All the things. Um, all the things. I think Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on all those podcast platforms. Go back to that April, maybe early May episode and um, listen to what some of your fellow citizens had to say. That was a favorite episode of mine um, because it was so visionary. It was so future focused and um, I found it enlightening. Oh, the Grinch's heart grew three times that day. That's right. I don't have my Grinch suit on. I got my polar bear suit on. So. Um, North Pole adjacent. Yes, North Pole adjacent. And so did you have other like positive things looking back through season two that you want to share? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what universal grace we've been given, but it felt really prescient that we covered the Fox River this year. It aligned and dovetailed really nicely with the finishing of the Army Corps of Engineer review of the dam removal on the Fox River, and that is so central to not just, you know, the Fox River, but also a lot of development things that are going on and a lot of other conversations around sustainability within our community. And so it's been a hot button. There are signs on 31 for people, you know, we have to save the dams in order to save everything. And so these these decisions are going to start they're going to they're going to have to be made soon and i really appreciated that contextually we were working alongside gary and a number of other stakeholders to sort of document and explain some of the fox river story and it all culminated in this really neat way this fall when all of a sudden uh, these conversations were being had on the dais and it was being discussed among city council and we still don't have a, an official decision in terms of what's going to happen with the kimball street dam but um it feels really nice to be able to point people in a direction and say like we've talked about this i know something about it we have some really cool storytelling and information from, you know, major stakeholders and, and ultimately experts on the subject matter to, to sort of guide people along and help them understand what the issue is. You're going to shoot me, but I have a recommendation that I think you should do. You know, back in season one for the uh, lead water service pipes, we talked about, but we didn't do, we talked about putting together like an um, in an e-guide on the issue because Mm -hmm. we we did put together an e-guide for plastic bags plastic bags um, the single use bag um, fee ordinance which i thought was phenomenal Mm -hmm. Um, i thought we should have done it for lead service water pipes and turned it into an an educational piece i think that we should still do that for the fox river and, and for the dams yeah, well, um, maybe that's something that we can borrow from some of the content that I know Gary has already created around some of that, you know, kind of one-pager things. So yep. there's a litany of information on the Friends of the Fox River website um, that you can click through and help understand what the stance of, you know, that organization is and what the advocacy is around um, what is a very important issue. But I, and again, it was it was by no uh, design of ours. We're not that cool. But I love the fact that that sort of all came together and seemed to... Um, really support our our existing season so i thought that was pretty neat 
So the last thing that I really wanted to point out with regards to 2023, which is not a favorite thing, it's maybe the thing that I found most disappointing about 2023. So I'm changing the rules of this discussion a little bit, <laughs> um, recharacterizing it. Oh, that's different for you. I know. I know. I'm, I, I live by my own rules. Mm-hmm. Polar bears. Rawr. It was the single-use bag fee ordinance. Yeah. We started off talking about it in early 2023 because mm-hmm. we talked about it so much in the season one. And in early 2023, season two, um, I remember I had the podcasting system. I was down in my Florida condo with my husband, and I did a remote interview with, I'm not going to remember her name, but she was a, um, a commission uh, sustainability commission member in Batavia. Mm-hmm. And Batavia had just passed their single-use bag fee ordinance, mm-hmm. and they had done it before the dreaded council elections. I mean, their council members down there, they had a political spine, unlike our silly-ass city council members here in Elgin. And they were like, this might be unpopular, but it's the right thing to do. It's easy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, And they put some parameters around it, right? And so I want to say some smaller businesses were exempted um, because they felt like that might be onerous. I think they had some SNAP exemptions, things like that. Some SNAP, um, you know, which is like food food stamps, Mm -hmm. I I guess is what the average person would think of SNAP being. You know, and I don't know how I feel about those exemptions, but they took a stand and they voted on it and they passed it. Mm-hmm. And so I did an interview with that commission member in Batavia to ask her how did it go, um, give us an update. Where are you at? What are the next steps? And they weren't just going to implement it right away. They were going to go into like this, I don't remember if it was six month, nine month, 12 month public education phase, mm-hmm. which felt really responsible. I think it was six months if I remember right. I but yeah, it was something right. where it was like, we have a, we have a decision deadline of however many months out in the meantime we're going to work really hard to get people to understand why we're doing it and before we go pulling the rug out from anybody we want to make sure that we've given um, enough information to the community and the businesses and so on and so forth Um, it feels like the right decision all the research that we talked about back during season one about how you know these single-use bag fees actually do have an impact on reducing plastic consumption and what we send to our landfills, which is a humongous issue. Mm -hmm. I thought we were on the right track. And then seeing Batavia lead on this, um, and, you know, I I took some liberties Mm. um, to poke fun at Elgin, right, using Batavia as, like, the foil, right, (laughs) hoping that that would actually cause some people around our city council table to, you know, realize it needs to be talked about. Mm. It was talked about. And that became a shit show. Yeah. Um, you know, our our council and our city staff absolutely demonstrated to the community um, what type of amateurs that they really are when it comes to public policy making. Yeah. Um, in the end, and that was, I want to say that was the meeting where there was, uh, didn't it go to like one in the morning? That was in March. It went until one o'clock in the morning. And you no were there. decision was made. I, it was like a week before the election. I wanted to absolutely walk over to the Kimball Street Bridge and jump off of it face first <laughs> into the cold, cold, icy night. Nice. Don't rescue me. Don't send anyone. I'll just die here. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, um, that was March. And where it landed, I'm sorry to jump in here, but this is a sore subject. Where it landed was that, uh, of course, council needed more information, but no clarity around what that actually was. And so we 
waltzed around everything and did this uh, months-long kabuki dance around who's on first and what information do we need and what questions do we actually have. And then it sort of came back around to, well, now we have this whole waste contract that's come up. And then Tish wanted to put this question about the plastic bags on the waste contract survey that only went out to people who have a waste management service. And so we were hinging the decision on the waste, on the plastic bag fee on this question that was going to come from the waste contract. And honestly, I'm sorry, Tish, I love you to death, but it makes no sense. And we've talked about this before. And so that's where it's landed. That survey came out in October. City staff gave their update to council and nothing has happened since. And presumably because of the holidays and budget season, and there's no way you could possibly fit something like this on a city council agenda, except for artificial turf made its way in there. Can we not work through the backlog, assholes? I mean, I don't know. That's just me. I shouldn't say that, but I... But you did. I did. Mm-hmm. I'm mad about it. We yeah. don't, and, and it it leads me to believe that it's just not something that anybody feels like dealing with, and so we're just not going to. And if that's not the case, then it's just bad organization. Mm-hmm. So let's use. So I was I was disappointed um, that season two there wasn't more coverage of the single use bag fee because I was hoping council would talk more about it and we'd be able to talk more about it mm-hmm. and kind of cover it. But it kind of fizzled with that episode where I interviewed the Batavia. Sustainability yep. Commissioner in early January of 2022, season yep. season two. I'm sorry, 2023, season two. Yes. We're at that point in the year where all the years start to blur together. Doesn't matter, yeah. yeah. And I've also got fiscal year things, mm-hmm. so I have a weird blurry of I've already been in 2024 for six months. And this is top of mind for me because in in the Elgin Sustainability Commission meeting that just happened a few days ago, it was the December meeting, I think it was December 12th, towards the end of the meeting, somebody said something about, because they were, they were quickly chattering about planning and priorities, and somebody said, oh, single-use bag fee. And Carol had kind of said out loud, kind of muttering, well, I think that's done. And I interpreted that as, that's not coming back to the council, we're done with that issue, which makes me crazy. It's tabled. I think officially they have to do something with it. I don't think you can let it sit there forever. Oh, I think things can go on the table and die. I think that they can like 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 a bad Thanksgiving meal, you know, oh, or a dish no. that doesn't get put in the fridge appropriately and it just sits on the table as everybody lays on the couch and rolls around in in like food coma and pain as the food rots. I think that's where things go to die. You know, things go to die. Well, I'm married to an ex-paramedic, and so resuscitating things is high on my agenda. So I plan to bring it back around. So sorry. Which is a great segue to mm. let, let's pivot from 2023, which was our second season, and let's talk about season three, which will be in 2024. Yes. Obviously, you know, we have two seasons under our belt, and so what does season three look like to you, Miss Augustin? I'm writing the coattails of the in my opinion, issue of the decade. And I say that because it's a 10-year contract that we're um, staring at the back end of. By we, you mean the city? The city. And, well, yeah, the city of Elgin and city staff. Uh, It's going to be all about waste. We have the waste contract that's up for renewal. And so what should happen this year is that the first six months will be spent reviewing RFPs and working through what our new waste contract could look like. And then I believe somewhere around June, there'll be a decision that's made for implementation in 2025. Got it. Um, so and that season, will take over for the contract that is currently uh, set to expire at the end of 2024. So season three looks from a format perspective, kind of the same. Mm-hmm. If I can say at 30,000 feet, we're going to continue to 
cover the Elgin Sustainability Commission in that circus. Yes. And, and that'll be the first podcast drop of every month. That's mm-hmm. our goal. The second podcast drop of every month is some sort of focused theme. Like I said earlier, season one was lead water service pipes. Uh, season two was the Fox River story. And you're saying season three is going to be all about waste, waste. and how Elgin has, um, what is Elgin's relationship with waste? Yeah, I think it's a lot of things and it encompasses a lot of areas. I mean, so the segue was the plastic bag uh let me make sure I get a plastic bag fee ordinance. It's actually single use. Thank you. Single bag use bag fee. fee ordinance. Woof. So yes, that has a component of certainly waste, but also some climate change implications. None of these things are you know singular in nature, but that's one issue that could fall under the category of waste and how you know our waste is processed and why plastic bags are problematic within that and what contributes to our waste. And so there's a number of things that I think we should help our listeners understand, you know, things like obviously the legislative fireworks around this waste contract. It's a big deal. It's kind of the meat and potatoes of what garbage really boils down to and how we interact with it. And it's kind of the last point of contact for us as citizens. But then also I think it's important that we illustrate how our waste stream works. So what goes on before and after where we interact with trash, whether it's something, you know, maybe on the manufacturer side and how there are laws around if you're going to create something, then you have to figure out how to get rid of it um, in varying degrees, depending on the state, depending on, you know, levels of uh, municipality. And then on the other side of things, where does it go once you huck it in your bin and how that works and, you know, what the challenges are that we typically see within that and who we can maybe help illuminate that process. Um, And then also, you know, what are the challenges that the future holds? What are the, you know, our our landfills are filling up? Are we, are there things that we could be doing to make this a more effective process for everybody? And then also maybe what benefits are coming down? There's a lot of interesting stuff with technology that could maybe make our waste less wasteful. So maybe we can examine some of the options that are before us and then that will hopefully lend, you know, what we could be advocating for. So what do we not want to do anymore because it's just bad practice, maybe something like single stream recycling that we know just is not very effective. Um, And then what should we be doing that are emerging best practices that uh, we could say, hey, maybe we should try to encourage people to do things like this or uh, we need to um, within the confines of decisions being made within the council level, you know, incorporate elements of these sorts of pilot programs, that sort of thing. Um, And then I think it's also important that we share with folks how they can improve things in their own homes. I think systematically it's important that they have that we all have you know, a waste stream and process that works for everybody and also the environment. But then also I think there are components of it within the individual that we could be doing better with too. So I think examining it from all sides is a a helpful thing. Let's get really specific. Mm -hmm. Um, What I just heard you say was you can see us doing a podcast episode Mm -hmm. on recycling. Mm -hmm. You see us doing a podcast episode on composting you see us doing a you know a compost episode on single stream podcast episode yes sorry you see us doing an episode on single stream versus multi-stream recycling you see us doing one or maybe a lot of episodes on what's going on with With the waste contract the waste contract that you know elgin is going to start going down that road in 2024 Mm mm-hmm so those are just a few of the things that you're suggesting that they could be individual or multiple yeah. you know, episodes. Who are some of the people that you would hope that we could get onto our podcast and interview? My absolute pipe dream yes. uh, would be Public Works Director Aaron Neal. Yeah. Um, 
Yes. He I knows a lot. Him. He's been around for these contracts. He and has been he's around got the block. a wealth of knowledge and information, and he is, in my opinion, a community advocate and wants to do the right thing, is very open-minded around how we can improve these things, and I think importantly also tempers that against what is feasible and realistic for this go around with the idea that we can, you know, look to the future and be a little bit more strategic around um, expanding that as we continue. So, Rick, will you please let him come on the podcast? <laughs> we promise to be good. Oh, no, no, no. Tia, you promise to be good. <laughs> I will not be good. Aaron Neal is sexy as F. All right. So. Yum. That's not going to happen, let's be real. Uh, but maybe we can talk to some folks from other communities that, um, you know, maybe other public works directors who are maybe not going to be yelled at by their boss for talking to us. Um, I'd love to also talk to some folks in the industry. So whether it's something like a waste management hauler company, like a you know waste management or Groot, um, to understand the sort of nuts and bolts of how garbage is actually dealt with. I'd also love to talk to some legislators. Maybe we could talk to Anna Moeller about what's possibly coming down the pike for legislation for things like manufacturers and what municipalities can keep an eye out for. You know, in like California, there's actually rules around how much you, waste you can produce. And is Illinois looking at stuff like that? There's been a lot of chatter about things like styrofoam laws. And um, so I'd love to pick her brain around what is kind of um, surfacing at the legislative level. I'd also love to talk to some folks who, you know, what their experiences are within their own waste streams. You know, you and I have kind of talked about uh, doing some waste audits with people, which is where you sort of pick apart your garbage and understand what it is that you're throwing away and how you might improve that. You know, is it a lot of, you know, a particular type of, you know, K-cup things or something like that that you can sort of eliminate and pivot to a, a bulk model or something that's a little bit more environmentally responsible? Um, I also think that it would be kind of neat to do alongside that there's within the county, I think every five years they they produce this, um, and I should say Kane County, this waste report and they give some metrics around, you know, average waste per person. And I think those are interesting sort of, I guess, social experiments that we could do where, you know, maybe you have to carry around the garbage that you produce for a day just to kind of understand the breadth and depth of what it is that you're sort of throwing away without thinking of it because um, it's something ridiculous like four pounds per person per day. So I think there's a number of things that we could do to just sort of educate and advocate and create some understanding around. So all sides, all angles, nobody's off the table, but I think, um, yeah. And then also if there are any folks within, you know, any of these fields that are contributing to some of these technologies or systems that are improving our waste processing, um, yeah, let's get them on the phone too and hear what they have to say. Yeah, I specifically want us to get Tish Powell, who's mm. one of our oh yeah, our, that too, our Elgin City Council woman um, on the podcast because before she was a city council person, she was a city staffer who worked in public works, and she knows a ton about garbage. She currently works for Republic, um, which is a waste hauler, and um, I think there's nobody smarter on the topic of waste on that council than Tish Powell. Yeah. Aaron Neal is a dream interview that'll never happen. You're right. But boy, this boy can dream. <laughs> um, but, you know, maybe we go back and ask Dan Rich. Oh, yeah. Dan Rich used to, um, you know, be the big public works guru before he retired or the city manager made him retire. But that's a whole other story for a whole other time. You know, maybe Dan can come on and give us some perspective about contracts and negotiations but another thing I'm thinking of is maybe we, um, you, and you had suggested that let's talk to other municipalities, maybe we go back to our friends on the Batavia mm -hmm. Sustainability Commission and we ask them to update um, us on where they're at 
where that community is at with their single-use bag fee ordinance, as well as how does that community go through a waste contract, you know, request for proposal thing. Yep. And then the, this last wild idea that'll probably never come true, but um, I believe it's public knowledge, it, or at least we it's find-outable. That's not a word, but I think we can find out which waste companies submit proposals in the process. Mm, I, oh, yeah. I, I don't think we need to wait till the end of the process to figure out who submitted a proposal. Right. Um, now, the city doesn't need to share the actual proposals with us, but I think sharing who has submitted is not protected. No. Um, you know, I mean. And to my knowledge right now, the RFP has not been finalized. I think it's in process to be sort of presented to council or but sent out. I think we should reach out um, through our podcast to any company who has submitted a proposal and ask them if they want to come on and, you know, talk about waste. Yeah. Um, I would love to get their perspectives and how and why they think they're different than their competition. Yeah. And I think it's going to be important for us to look at this this contract, especially in a creative manner. You know, I don't think this model of a singular waste hauler solving all the problems and being a silver bullet, I don't think it's realistic. I think we've shown that a company that makes money off of putting stuff in landfills is not necessarily this, the best company to also be encouraging recycling. Um, there's too many conflicts of interest there for me. So, And I think there are just some companies that do some things better. So I think it'll be interesting to see if we can be a little bit more creative and specialized in how we approach this uh, to maximize the benefit um, for the community. There's also for-profit um, recycling companies mm-hmm. here in Elgin that maybe we should talk to. And oh, yeah, like Simple Recycling. Like Simple Recycling. Yeah. But there's also um, Elgin Recycling right on Illinois oh, um, yeah. Route yep. 31. Um, I'm always confused about what do they take, what don't they take. Can I just bring them something? Do yeah. I need to schedule an appointment? Are there things that I should take to them because I can't put it curbside for right. waste management to take away? Uh, maybe we can demystify some of those you know, for-profit recyclers. Um just food for thought. Yeah. I am bubbling with ideas on what our, our season three deep dive on waste could look like yeah. and who we should be talking to. So I'm super excited. Everybody. We're talking to everybody. Look out. All right. Well, you need to go uh, get in the car and drive your polar bear ass back down to Florida where you can sit and melt. Um, <laughs> so unfortunately, we have to go. But what I will say is that we're very excited for 2024. We're appreciative of everybody listening in 2023. And as always, get involved, be engaged, and always keep watch. Thank you for listening to the Elgin Watchman Podcast. If you want more information about what you just heard on this episode, visit our website, elginwatchman.com. The Elgin Sustainability Commission meets the second Tuesday of every month. Check out our website for meeting details. Do you have an idea for a future podcast? We want to hear it. Drop us a line at info at elginwatchman.com. Thanks for listening.